Welcome to Tea, Toast, and Trivia. Thank you for listening in. Francis, my mother, Sarah, my sister, and I are here to talk about communication. We have technology that spans the globes. We can talk halfway around the world within seconds. We can share information, knowledge, wisdom. We can comfort, we can celebrate, we can laugh. It's a marvelous world, but it has come through us incrementally. And I wanted to go back to a time when phones first came into our residences, into our homes, because before that, it was carried out by letters about people moving from one place to another, from town to town, sharing information. And you know who can talk about that. My mother was in a home that did not have a phone, and she's going to remember what it was like back then. In a way, I reflect on my life, and I am happy that I can see the beginnings of many things, and one of them is the phone. When I was born, there was no phone in our house. And then along came the wall phone. And we see them in museums. It was a really wonderful new invention for people. It was a way of talking over the miles. And, of course, these voices were carried on lines through the countryside, and the poles were especially designed to hold these lines. It was really wonderful to be able to talk to our neighbors, not only just to visit, but in case of an emergency, we had a way of communication with neighbors. When they first came, Mom, did anybody believe that they were going to be in everyone's home? Well, they weren't in everybody's homes. There were people out in Nebraska countryside that were just too far away for the lines to meet their homes. But as time passed by, things began to look upward for many in the country. And they were able to have party lines, um, there would be maybe as many as six, seven, eight on the same party line. And these lines would go into each of the houses. And they were able to have their own special ring so that people would recognize when it was their time to talk. Do you remember your ring? As I remember it, it was... Well, it made a sound so that you could recognize that somebody was on your on your line. I think ours was a long and three shorts. Bzz, 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 bzz. <laughs> <laughs> My aunt's and uncle's phone was two longs. Bzz, bzz. And we all knew our own ring and we could even call, uh, if you were on the same line, you could call and, and ring the little crank at the side of the phone, and you could call them and have a conversation. Now, if you lived a far away, 
there was a lady in town called the operator, and you would call her and ask her to relay your phone message by uh, connecting two lines, the line far away together with yours closer by. So they must have had a switchboard. They did, and it was an interesting instrument. She had these little plug-ins that she could plug in different places and connect lines. You know, that wasn't so far back, was it, Sarah? No, it wasn't. Actually, I'm just sitting here and, uh, you know, maybe in the age of privacy that we live in, all I can think of is, I wonder how many people listened in to others' conversations. <laughs> it was the great way to get gossip out into this, uh, the, the township, I'm sure. Well, and it did happen. And uh, just I'm just reminded of this young couple who were dating and, of course, in love and were going to get married. And they would call each over the phone. And they knew for sure people were listening. So they made it very interesting. <laughs> So you had the telephone. When did the radio come? I don't really know. I know that people had radios before we did. Might have been in the 40s before we had ours. I was wondering because that was the other way to get information. Information mm -hmm. via the phone, which was mm -hmm. local, and then the radio, which came in later, which was a very important part of the community is to have that radio and information that was coming out from it. Think about now, Sarah. How do you see technology? Like mom, with the advent of her wall phone, I was part of the generation that got the first cell phones. I remember That's, that. You were the first one. Yes. I was pregnant with my first child, and my husband was very concerned that I might go into labor and he wouldn't be able to be in touch. So we have, do you remember those? They're, they're, they're huge. They were probably about 10 to 12 inches long. They had extension of a plastic antennae. So it made this whole unit probably about 14 inches. Well, I had to carry that around and my husband had one the, the same size. I think now they're old relics, but I remember feeling this sense of security, knowing that at any given point in time, if I was in trouble, I had a mechanism for reaching somebody. Now, I just went into the, the grocery store. I happened to leave my cell phone in the car. And, you know, I turned around and went back to my car to get my cell phone because I didn't want to be without it. I know we are really dependent now on a way of being together and to ensure that you know where everybody is. And somehow... That wasn't given to you. How was that, Mom? How did you feel when you were far away? When they were out in the country, people had no way of communicating. You had to walk across the field to get in touch with your neighbor. Then came the wall phone. You know, that was a comfort to a lot of people. We don't really remember that. It was not only the communication-friendly visits but it was a way of telling people, I'm in trouble. And I need help. Well, it, it's interesting because, Rebecca, your listeners know that mom and dad were in Brazil for a period of time. And that would have been in the 50s. Now, how did you get in touch with your parents back in the States when you were in Brazil? Obviously, you didn't phone, did you? 
it was only by letter. Now, I think in case of maybe a death or something, there would have been a telegram or some way, but not a phone. I remember we were in Brazil, and we were ready to go home, and Dad said that he received two letters, one saying that his father had passed and one saying that his father was alive. And it was interesting because you actually talked about it. Now, which one came first? And it was not really apparent because it, even mail back then was not that fully developed like we have today. I mean, I go down to the Canada Post. You can get information. They're there. They have scanners. They have ways in which to expedite everything that we need right now. Well, if, if not by email, which, by the way, is on our smartphones. So not only do we connect with people now instantaneously through our smartphones, but we can pass information back and forth by our smartphones. Communication now is so much more than just the verbal. It can be in many different levels. And we haven't even talked about... The emojis. Uh, yes. <laughs> Nor have we talked about face-to-face communication that involves body language or the just the nuance of you know the appearance or the look that's a whole nother level of communication that we haven't even spoken about yet and we don't know if the technology can actually encompass that they always say be very careful before you press send on an email because it is not necessarily what you say in that email but how that email is perceived and read by the person receiving it in which the message is conveyed. The important thing, how do you get that message across, whether it's a a phone back in the 1940s, whether it's a radio, whether it's telegram, how do you get that information to people at the right time? And are we smarter than we were? Talking about smartphones, are we smarter than we were back in the 1930s and 40s? Actually, I don't think so. <laughs> it's it's just that our area of knowledge in the general public has changed. It's just a broader world. And we have access to a world that is bigger than what you had just a few miles away. We have a proliferation of ways in which we can communicate with others. It has to be compassionately driven. It has to be focused on what the message should be. You have to have a real message and you have to craft it in a way that it is the way you want it to be received. Because I think that so often we feel that our communication is clear. So I think we first of all start out with, and you use the word compassion, and I think that is a wonderful word to use. We have to start with understanding who we're speaking to and framing, putting the context of the communication within that frame of reference that they come from. And even back to the wall phone, Mom, that you spoke about, when you, at least there was a voice, there was a tenor of, in the voice, and there was, there was tone, and there, there were things that can be conveyed. And I really think that that's a very good point, Sarah. And Mom, it goes back to, we have a broader community now, and with the broader community, we have a responsibility to respond in the right way and to be part of a holistic conversation. Mm-hmm which is, I think, is a great place to end. Last words. I would like for us to come back in a future conversation where we talk about what is effective communication. We've talked about the methods of communication today. I would like to have a conversation about how can we effectively communicate with compassion, 
with clarity and understanding the the context of uh, within which the message is being expressed because i think that's where true communication that kind of transparency lies exactly because communication is just not one way communication only happens when it's been received mom anything you would like to add well i think we've covered a lot of important things Nowadays, we don't only have to talk one-to-one. Sometimes we can talk one-to-five all at the same time. So that's something maybe we could talk about. Thanks for listening in. We would love to hear your thoughts on communication, technology, and where we are today and where we see it. Oh, here's another one, Mom. And so we could see where is it going in the future. We've got lots to talk about. Thank you for joining Check out ttoasttrivia.com. Love to hear from you. Until next time, safe travels wherever your adventures lead you.